2: now
4: All right, folks. Welcome to Nino's Corner.TV. I am joined with Robert Genis. Correct, sir? I got it Sun-Jet-a. Right. Sun-Jet-a. All right. cool. Um, I always got to double check with my... <laughs> I don't like the I butcher a lot of last names. Anyway, <laughs> um, this is going to be very interesting because I've had a lot of uh, uh, flat earthers on my show. I've had a lot of... Uh, you know, people come on my show, that say, no, you're wrong. The the universe is very vast. There's many extraterrestrials out there. There's human trafficking out in the cosmos. I mean, (laughs) I've had it all, man. I've had it all. So now that I have a geocentric earth guest on, this is going to be awesome. I, uh, will hope my audience has a open mind to hear this out. But before I get into it, folks, let me do my little ad here. Noble gold. Got to get gold. It's that time. It's very unpredictable. Everything's uncertain. Noble Gold Investments have made it their mission to stay on top of the most important economic news. The bank run, there are uh, three bank runs in the last month. Uh, they, uh, these are the second largest and third largest runs in history. The government is taking steps to guarantee all deposits. That means printing more money. Uh, plus, the Fed is sitting on unreal losses of $1.2 on their $8.3 trillion bond portfolio. And the fed will continue to raise interest rates, even if they tank the economy. Do you know who are really the, who are really not afraid? The ones who invested in gold with noble gold investments. Gold is the most stable asset outside of any government control. Thousands have approached noble gold investments to get their hands on gold. Hurry and go to noblegoldinvestments.com to secure your wealth now. Folks, I use it. I love this. Uh, it's the only thing that I, that I feel secure about right now is gold and silver. Get a free, five ounce American, the beautiful coin with each gold or silver IRA. If you qualify, hit the link below folks. It's right there in the description box. Hit the link below. All right, Robert, let's do this. I've had everyone on my show, man. A lot Mm -hmm. of people, uh, mainly flat earthers. And, and let me tell you, man, there is no cult like the flat earth girl. I know when I put this video out, I'm going to get a lot of shit for it. So, um, yeah, so I'm expecting a lot of emails from this and text messages. But th- give us what is, when you say geocentric uh, Earth, I have the definition here. What, what, where the center of the universe? Explain this.
5: Well, it means that the universe is finite, number one, it has to be a sphere. It's not infinite like the Big Bang Theory believes, because they believe it just keeps expanding, expanding. And, um, they try to fine-tune that expanding because <clears throat> you can't go on into infinity, that's that's for certain. But I, So a geocentric universe is spherical, it's finite, and it has something in the center. Usually in physics, that's called the center of mass. Any spherical object, actually any object at all, has a center of mass because if it rotates... Whether it's a square, triangle, circle, sphere, whatever, it's going to rotate around its center of mass. So the Earth is the center of mass for the universe, which means that the universe rotates around the Earth every day. So when you see the sun and the stars and the moon rotating, that's because the universe is rotating around a fixed Earth.
4: What about the Earth's wobble? What about all that? I mean, the sun is the sun. Can we still say the sun is trillion miles away, trillions of miles away? You can, can say, we say that. In... Earth, I mean, because the, the, the flat earthers say the, earth, the sun is moving around the earth, and it's thousands of miles away, not trillions.
5: Yeah, they say it's 3,000 miles above the flat earth. Now, I am very familiar with the flat earth position. I wrote a book against the flat earth position called Flat Earth, Flat Wrong a couple okay. of years ago, and I debated their best. We had a big debate, I think it was out in Denver, Colorado, about three years ago. Rob Skiba was one of their big guns, and he died, actually. Um, uh, so I know what their position is. So, no, we're not 3,000 miles from the sun. The sun is 93 million miles away from the earth, just like Newton and Galileo said. The only difference is <clears throat> the center. What's in the center? What's rotating around what? is the question. Now, in your modern physics today, which you would go to, let's say, Albert Einstein being the principal modern physicist today that everybody follows, in his general theory of relativity that he invented in 1915, he said that you can have either the Earth fixed and the universe rotating around it on a daily basis, or... You can have the Earth rotating in a fixed universe, one or the other. Unfortunately, that physics, general relativity, can't tell us which one is true. But the reason I'm pointing this out is because our best physics today, general relativity, tells us that either one can be true.
4: So you're not ruling it out?
5: Uh, Well, I am ruling out a heliocentric universe yes because of other reasons what i'm bringing to the table is that your average heliocentrist can't rule out geocentrism because of einstein's general relativity
4: so explain the big bang i mean and i mean do you still agree the earth is millions upon billions billions years old do you agree with that still
5: no the earth would be young okay but the big bang Look, that, what people don't know is that was created to get away from a geocentric universe. When Edwin Hubble looked through his telescope, he saw the redshift of galaxies. And that meant if he saw redshift all the way around whatever position he looked in, that meant the Earth was in the center, and he knew that. And you can get this from his book he wrote in 1937 called The Observational Approach to Cosmology so he writes in his book look we can't have this it's intolerable it's horrible to have the earth in the center uh so how do we get rid of it well here's what we do instead of having a euclidean universe with three dimensions we have a Riemannian universe with two dimensions and that means you have a balloon and you put all the galaxies on this balloon and then you expand the balloon just like if you were to blow into a balloon it would expand and this expands all the galaxies away from each other. And what are they going to see? They're going to see a redshift. So that's how you get out of a geocentric universe. So he created a two-dimensional universe. Wow. Galaxy splitting. you see, nobody knows this stuff. They just no. look at Hubble and they go, oh, what a wonderful guy. The Hubble telescope's named after him. But he saw the evidence, didn't like it, and he changed it. And that's an, that's an ironic thing because his book is called The Observational Approach to Cosmology. I mean, this is what he was observing. So
4: why are these guys, these scientists, so hell-bent on, on this, like, to prove that the geocentric Earth is wrong? What are they so hell-bent? Does this, are we going back to biblical Earth here? I mean, do you agree with that? I mean, do we have to look at the Earth as more biblical, the way that the Bible tells us it is? I mean, is that what it's really the what they're really hiding here, is they don't want well, us to yeah, know this?
5: They, they admit this in their own writing. Stephen Hawking was another one. He, he even copied Hubble, and he goes... You know, Hubble saw the Earth was in the center, and so he changed the whole dynamics of the universe to get out of it. And he Stephen says, Hawking said this. Stephen Hawking, it is, and this guy
4: did not believe in God,
5: correct? Didn't believe in God. You see, but then he said, "Now, now, we don't really want to be the center of the universe, do we? No, we want to be humble." And so we're going to take the Earth out of the center and put it out in the remote recesses of space just to be humble. That's that's what he wrote in his book, okay? So they all know that the evidence points to the Earth in the center, but they can't live with it, and I'm going to go back to what you said. Why can't they live with it? Well, because if the Earth is in the center, that means it didn't get there by time and chance, i.e. the Big Bang. That means somebody had to put it there, somebody bigger and better than they are, you see. And they can't live with that because most of these scientists, pr- probably 95% of them, according to an article in Scientific American just a few years ago, are atheists. Right. So if you're going to talk about putting the earth in the center, that smacks too much of God. And they can't live with that. So they Probably at
4: the very top, they're Satanists.
5: Well, it could be. I mean, they're not overt Satanists, but they definitely don't believe God exists, and they want everybody to believe the same thing. Do you,
4: and this might be off topic, but do you believe in evolution? Do you, do
5: you think that's a lie as well? I think that's a lie as well. Wow. I mean, I've, I've studied evolution for 45 years. Okay. I put my heart and soul and I can tell you they can't prove a thing, whether it's radiometrics or the geologic column or genetics or whatever it is. This just a bunch of smoke. I'm telling you. So
4: you have more in common with the flat earthers than
5: than you realize. Well they tried they tried to commandeer me to their side of the fence and I said, Look, I can't go there. Okay. So you're
4: saying that the earth is
5: round. Round, spherical, yeah. Yeah, Could it be be obtuse?
4: Could it could it be could there be a dome on top? No. Is there no, there's
5: no dome on top they, they're trying to get that from Genesis to try to read it literally and it's just not going to go there okay there's no dome there's no flat earth that's easy to prove okay and I wrote the, my book is 750 pages long I go through the biblical the historical and the scientific to show them that no it's not a flat earth but they tried to commandeer me and I said no I'm sorry I can't go there and then I ended up debating them and then I wrote the book.
4: But you saying that the earth is the center of the universe is just as profound to me. I mean, to me, this still, yeah. this, and yeah. you know what? I, I can believe this more. So I was, you know, I've tried to get on board with the flat earthers. I still can't because I just, there's just too much proof to me that shows that the earth is spherical, at least yeah. obtuse, yeah, least wider around the equator. But with what you're saying, I can actually get on board with this more. So,
5: yeah. And just like you said, with the um, Earth being wider at the equator, um, the reason for that in the heliocentric system is because of the centrifugal force that the Earth would sustain if it rotates. What they don't tell you is the other side of the story, that if the universe rotates around a fixed Earth, it's going to create the same centrifugal force on the Earth's equator as if the Earth was rotating. You see, right. So, all the, this is why Einstein could say what he said. He just, I, have a actually, this
4: makes a lot of sense to me because if you look at an atom as above, so below, if you look at an atom, everything rotates around the nucleus, correct? The, yeah. the center. And if, so that's basically, if it would make sense to me, common sense, if we look up above and see the, the, the cosmos, uh, uh spinning around the earth, it would make sense because, we would be that nucleus, right? We would be right. that center in which everything's spinning around us. It would it would actually exactly. go against physics. Yeah. If we were spinning with everything else, we, it would be more like the atoms, correct? Am I right in saying this dude or do I just sound nuts? Yeah.
5: Yeah. It's, it's a good analogy, but I think you can go even go deeper. And the, the guy you have to go to is Isaac Newton. Okay. Because he was the first guy to put the heliocentric system into an equation. And that's the famous equation F equals MA. Force equals mass times acceleration. In other words, the Earth, in order to go around the sun, has a movement in itself called inertia. But the Earth wants to go in a straight line. Okay, that's what inertia, wants to go in a straight line. But then you put the sun in the picture, and the sun has gravity. So as the Earth wants to go in a straight line, the sun's gravity pulls it in, And so the result is that the Earth goes around in a curve. Okay. Mm. That's Newton's system. Now that works fine. If we just had a solar system to deal with, Newton would win hands down. Okay. But the fact is we don't. And this wasn't brought to the picture until two hundred years later when Ernst Mach in eight the eighteenth. 1880s got into the picture and said, look, Newton, you have no proof that the stars out there in the universe has no effect on our little solar system. He said, yeah, if you had a little solar system, you could say what you say. The Earth goes around the sun. But since you can't prove that, then here's the alternative, which is those stars and that universe out there really do affect the solar system, especially if they rotate, you see. And and if they rotate, that means the Earth has to be fixed. And so both systems can be viable. You see, the question is, which one is the truth? Which is the reality? You see? Well, let me ask you this.
4: Do you agree that the sun... Can fit, what is it, uh, how many, 85,000 Earths inside of it? Is that what it is? It's I don't actually know.
5: a million. You could fit a, a million. million, a million okay, a million, a yeah.
4: million Earths inside. So something that big would have some kind of gravitational force. Yeah, but, cool. it's, but
5: see, the point is, if you have a big universe out there and that has a bigger gravitational issue than the Earth would on the sun, that means the universe takes over, you see. And that's exactly what happens in the geocentric universe. The universe is much bigger than the sun. So it's going to compensate for whatever gravity the sun has. But how um, can we be
4: the center if the sun is bigger than us? Is, that's just my logic that I'm thinking. Like If the sun has more gravitational pull and is the, the the star of our solar system, then how can we be the center if that has so much gravitational force?
5: Because the universe locks the earth into the center. That's what the definition of a center of mass is. Okay. It means it can't move. So whatever gravity ah. the sun has, they call it the hill sphere, is the is the sun's gravity influence that's going to affect our tides with the moon okay so there is some effect but it's not great enough to to move the earth out of the center of mass
4: so you're so the earth but you're still saying the earth is spherical round and we're still we're
5: still rotating correct no we're not rotating it's the universe okay so we're not rotating
4: us. at all the universe is right. rotating around us right so then how does that explain flight patterns or anything like that? They're uh, all
5: going to be the same. The same? The same. Exactly the same. Nothing's going to change. So
4: let's take something like NASA, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, there's been a lot of photos from Earth from outer space. They, a lot. Of, I've heard a lot of the arguments that they're CGI.
5: They're not real. Do you agree mm-hmm. with that? There are some that are CGI because they have to be CGI. Okay. Because the the satellite is only like 500 miles above the Earth's surface. So it can't see a panoramic view of the Earth. So what they have to do is they have to patch it together. The the satellite will take one strip, and then it will go around again and take another strip, and then another strip. You got all these strips together, but you still have holes because it can't cover everything. So what they do is they use CGI to complete the picture. But it doesn't mean the original picture is fake. This is the mistake that the flat right. earthers are making. You see. So, how do and the
4: satellites move in the orbit of Earth if the Earth is stationary?
5: Easy. I mean, you just—that's—that's that's what makes it easy—is because you have a stationary object to go around. You well, you, oh, I see what you're getting at. Yeah, see what I'm satellites saying? give the satellites given an initial thrust. For example, if you have a weather satellite, it's twenty-two thousand miles above the Earth. Okay. And if it's the geocentric, that means the satellite is staying over one spot above the earth. Okay. How's it doing that? Well, it would
4: need an engine propelling. It would have to propel. No,
5: no. All you need to give it an initial force and you're going to have to give it a 7,000 mile per hour force up at 22,000 miles and it'll keep on going by its own inertia. And the, the opposite force is the uh, universe that's going around 7,000 miles per hour east to west. As the satellite is is um, trying to stay in that same position because of the thrust that you've already given to it. Interesting.
4: This is very this is very very interesting. And so, what's your argument for? Do you believe we've been to space? Do you believe astronauts have gone onto space? Do, do you believe there's a space station? Do you believe we have landed on the moon?
5: Well, you can see the ISS. I mean, it's only 500 miles above. You can see it go by if you know where, it, where it's located. That's one thing, okay? Um, yes, they've sent probes to Mars, Jupiter, Voyager uh, 10 and 11 are out there somewhere. We all know that. The big question people have is, have we gone to the moon? Because now, when you put a man in a spaceship, that man's got to breathe. He's got to eat. He's got to poop. He's got to pee. You know, he's everything has to happen biologically, and it all has to be perfect, or else he's going to die. So that's the big question, okay? And that's where I have my questions too. Could we put a man beyond the um, what they call the um, the there's a force For that Allen belt. Allen belt. You know, could yeah. we put a man beyond the Allen belts? Could he sustain the 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 very intense? radiation coming from the sun, otherwise known as cosmic rays, can that all be done? And that's a question.
4: What, so you don't believe in... So so you, you have your doubts about us landing on the moon for sure.
5: I do, yeah, but it doesn't make any difference because you could send a probe to the moon without right, a problem. Right. You could pick up some dust and bring it back if you had to. The only the only question I is, could a human being do that? That's all.
4: So what's outside our solar sphere, our... our, our, our uh, Solar system. What's outside? Is it? It's a sphere, or does it? I mean, what's outside the solar system? Is it the the whole universe is trapped in this sphere, or is it just our solar system? Like, explain that further, because I'm kind of confused on that.
5: Well, it's the same as you know the other people believe. Outside the solar system, ours ours would just be in the center of the universe instead of theirs out there in the remote recesses of space, some corner that we don't know about. So the only difference is ours is in the center. So what's out? Well, space is out there. And then if you go far enough, you're going to hit some stars, you're going to hit comets, you're going to hit quasars, you're going to hit galaxies. The further out you travel. So it's like a bubble and we're in the just like an atom, just
4: how I said an atom is.
5: Yeah. Yeah. Just like a ball. Uh, cause it's finite. Okay. The big bang is more or less infinite because they have no stop to this expanding universe. Okay. But the one thing you get out of that is. That See, they want the universe to be old because of evolution and they want it to be big. So you're talking about 93 billion light years in diameter. Well, is that true? Well, the only way they can get that uh, is by a theoretical device called Redshift, as I explained before. But if that's all bunk, how are you going to measure 93 billion light years? You can't. The only empirical uh measurement that we have is called parallax stellar parallax where you get two stars one behind the other and you can tell by the angle that they shift how far away that star is and that goes that can only go out to about four quadrillion miles that's it that's all you can prove as far as the size of the universe
3: everything else is theory and millions of people every day are reaping the health benefits of using cannabis oil
2: oh. you
1: At fighterflare.com. Flare.com.
5: Speculation.
4: So how old is the earth? How old did you say the earth is? What, what uh,
5: Less than 10,000 years. Really? Yep. You can tell this by the oceans. The, if the oceans are billions of years old or millions of years old, you should have a certain depth of sediment in them. They don't. You barely get a couple of inches of sediment out of the oceans. Okay. And this is worldwide. Uh, that's just one example. The other, let's say the geologic column. If the geologic column, and you're familiar with that from looking at the Grand Canyon, it's got strata, one strata upon another. Um, but those, they've proven by experiments for the last probably 50 years that that strata can be made in months, months instead of millions of years. If you get the right water flow and you get the uh, sediments in different degrees of sizes, let's say large, medium, and small, what they will do is something fascinating. And I've done this experiment. I've seen it. If you mix three grades of sand, large, medium, and small, and you pour them through a funnel, and then you let the funnel build up the pyramid, right? You know what's going to happen? You're going to get the heavy ones at the bottom, the medium one's on top of that, and the light one's on top of that. And then what happens? Well, it starts over again. You get the heavy, medium, light. Heavy, medium, light. And you know what? That's exactly what you see in the Grand Canyon. Interesting. Okay. So we can explain all that. That's easy. And so you have a young Earth. And radiometry? My gosh, these guys, when when Mousy, Does
4: radiometry have anything to do with carbon dating?
5: Yeah, this is this is carbon dating right okay. here. And oh, yeah, carbon yeah. only goes out to about 50, possibly 75,000 years, so it's not really that usable. But in case of carbon-14, diamonds, which they say have been made over millions and millions of years um, because of the pressure that's been put on them, shouldn't have any carbon-14 because the half-life of carbon is only 5,700 years. So that means you make a diamond – and it's not going to be millions of years. It's going to be just 5,700 when half of it's gone already. And then the next half goes in the next, and before, you know, it's so it's much, much less than a million years, but that's what they claim. So, um, every diamond that we find still has carbon 14 in it. Wow. And they you should see? be millions of years old and not have any of that. None of it. None. Not a scrap okay and then they tell us the dinosaurs is 65 million years old okay yeah. so why are we finding dinosaur bones all over the world with organic speci- with organic tissue in them like blood cells blood vessels collagen you name it we're finding it in the bones of these dinosaurs that couldn't last 7000 years much less 70 million years okay so all this evidence is piling up against evolution that it's all theory And, you know, just like the Big Bang is.
4: So you would say that we dinosaurs uh, were dragons. We probably, they probably roamed the earth with humans and died off.
5: Yeah, we find footprints, human footprints inside dinosaurs. There are not many, but there are enough that we can say, look, this shouldn't be. Okay, now, of course, the the paleontologists, you know, with the degrees and the big universities are going to say, oh, well, those are all fake. But they've never proven that it's a fake. Every time they've been tested they've shown to been genuine. So
4: isn't there uh haven't there been mammoths mammoths discovered in Antarctica that still had fresh vegetation in their stomachs? Sure.
5: Yeah, which tells you there had to be a cataclysm. There right. had to be a catastrophe. But see evolution can't live with catastrophe. You know, they they live by what it's called uniformitarianism. Everything has slow to be slow process. Slow. Steady process.
4: And yeah. any kind of cat- cataclysm would mean spontaneous type of evolution, correct? Or spontaneous adjustment or death.
5: Uh, yeah, death, and that's why you find food in the woolly mammoth's stomach. But see, the, the greatest of them, like Stephen Gould from Harvard, for example, he died a few years ago. But in 1982, this guy admitted, along with, with um, Niles Eldridge, who was his partner, that they can't find any transitional fossils. In other words, from a hmm. from a um, reptile to an amphibian, they can't find any and so what was Gould's answer to that well he he came up with punctuated equilibrium. That's a fancy way of saying that the the transitional fossils came, but they left so fast that they couldn't make any fossils <laughs> <laughs> really yeah. It's it ridiculous. Just so happens that the fossils that couldn't be made are the transition fossils. You see. So,
4: okay, so let's. So, so you still that you're in agreement that there are extraterrestrials. There's other species in space, or are you no, saying I don't
5: believe that either? I think that's okay.
4: all. so. So, wh- wh- where are they from then? Who are they? Are
5: they fallen they're from, angels? They're from the U.S. military, or the demonic world, or a combination of the two. But there are no, there are no extra, there's no evidence for extraterrestrials. So you
4: don't believe in that? The other planets that are out there in this, you, there are other planets in this geocentric, oh yeah, uh, yeah, model. Yeah. But you don't believe there's life on them?
5: Well, we've never found any. Okay, and what we found is that the planet's either too big or too small or too close to its sun. But
4: don't some planets have water? I mean, aren't we seeing that Everywhere now? And ice, there's water. There's so there water. would have
5: to be yep. life. No, that's okay. an assumption. Okay. okay. Water does not create life. Water is H2O. It's an, it's an inorganic substance. Okay. Now we do know where you find life, you will also find water, but it doesn't mean where you find water, you will find life. There's, there's water on the sun. There's water in the stars. There's water every, they found water everywhere. It's one of the most abundant compounds in the universe. Okay. But, but life, I mean, even at a micro, or
4: micro level I mean wouldn't there be in water wouldn't there be life so that would be life
5: no uh, unless you're talking about spontaneous generation which was debunked you know back in the 1600s water does not create life just like a piece of meat doesn't create life okay. the reason those flies came out of the meat in the bell jar was because the seeds were already there the, the fly, fly eggs were already there in the meat and then they came out you see gotcha. So,
4: but can we talk about Antarctica for a little bit here Sure. Um, no ice wall. I mean, many flat earthers say there's an ice wall that goes around the flat Earth. <laughs> no, I got to bring this up. Okay. Yeah. So, you're saying Antarctica is there? It's just south. It's south, and it's it's a it's a big continent of ice. And would you say that the ice wall is completely
5: bunk? Completely, absolutely bunk. See that they're forced to this position because if you take a um the the map that they're using, and you spread it out, what has to happen is Antarctica has to go away if you have a flat Earth. You can't have an Antarctica. What you have is a ring, a 75,000-mile ring around this Mercator map that you're using. That's, that's a flat map. And um, so now they have to defend it. If the map requires it, then you have to defend it. You know, get all kinds of cocky, meany ways that they try to defend it. Okay, but the fact is, look, we 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 <laughs> pilots go to Australia every day for I've been there tours, trips, everything. Yeah. Okay, I mean, it's there, and it's, and I will I will attest when I
4: was in Australia that the when you flush the toilet, the the toilet goes the opposite direction.
5: Yeah, the well, water that's does. Natural. So I, I saw that myself. Yeah. Well, you would even get that. Well, you probably wouldn't. That's the other thing they can't explain. They can't explain the Coriolis force. Where's the Coriolis force on a flat Earth? It's not there. Okay. Nor is the centrifugal force, because um, unlike us, where we connect the spherical Earth with the universe, okay, and we can have reciprocal forces, reciprocal Newtonian forces. They have no such model. And that's the issue with them. Is they put the sun here. They put the stars here and all the, But they have no forces. They can't explain why these things move as they do. It's all geometry to them.
4: And you see a whole nother set of constellations down there uh in australia than you do right i mean
5: oh my gosh yeah this is one of the biggest things and i have this in my book because if you believe in the flat earth that means all the southern constellations have to somehow fit in the northern hemisphere how are you going to do that you can't do that you see so it just doesn't fit and then you're going to distort all the northern celestial uh, constellations if you put the southern ones up that are above a flat Earth. Okay, I mean this is one of the simplest things, but you know what? It's not as easy as I'm making it because they have they can show like if you look across Lake Michigan at the skyline of the, of Chicago. Well, the those buildings they should they should go down 900 feet. If the earth was a sphere, but you can see them in April, you can see these buildings as if, you know, nothing happened. And so the earth must be flat. And a lot of them are fooled by that. And that's what draws them in. So explain that. Okay. So what happens is in April, May, right around this time, the temperature of the water is a lot colder than the temperature of the air. That In Michigan, it's going to take that water a couple of months to catch up with the air. And so what you're going to get when you look across that lake is you're going to get what they call refraction of light. In other words, that light is not going to travel in a straight line. It's going to travel in a curved line because of the temperature difference between the water and the air. So you're actually getting the light to curve. And so the buildings are down here. Okay, but you, your light's coming like this. Mm, okay. okay, instead of like this, so that's why you see the buildings.
4: Very simple. Would you ever? Would you ever be? Now, this is just throwing this out there. Would you ever be open to a debate with these guys again oh, on anytime. my show? Anytime. I got I because I got David Weiss, who's challenging anybody about the flat Earth, and Dustin Nemos. They both want to challenge somebody to a debate, and this is kind of interesting because. You're, like, right in the middle. The, the flat Earth is way over here, <laughs> and the, and, the, and then the the infinite expanding universe is over here, and you're kind of, like, right here. You yeah. know what I mean? So th- I yeah. find this very interesting. And actually, this resonates with me more than either side of those. I mean, yeah. I know NASA's a lie. I know everything they put out is garbage, in my opinion. Okay, I don't well, believe the moon landing uh, happened. I would I just believe-
5: retract a little bit on that because I use data from NASA Okay, to my points because okay. it's not all bunk. There's a no, lot I'm not of saying it's is all bunk, but I'm going to oh, okay. say. all right.
4: I'm, I'm not saying all of it. I'm, okay, if, let me retract that. I'm not saying all of it, but I don't know how much is bunk. I yeah. know a lot of it is bunk. Yeah, yeah. I know they're not telling us the truth on a lot of things. So yeah, well, that's you know, all, that's that, all that, I'm that, saying. The thing is, you uh, were yeah.
5: talking about before about seeing uh, is CGI and all that stuff. Yeah. Well, the one thing the flat earthers are right about is the fact that when they have that earth picture like it's you're lo- you're looking from the moon and you see the earth right that's all she- CGI yeah because if you lower the resolution you're going to see a square there and the Earth's inside of it well how did that square get there okay so they got a point all right but that doesn't mean that the earth is flat just because you can see the earth from the moon in a NASA picture see they, but they, you are
4: they, saying that you are saying that we are stationary. We're not moving.
5: We're not moving. Yeah, yeah.
4: See, and that's science. so. So, so, so we're like we're like a dot within this sphere.
5: Yeah, yeah. So we're and
4: like we're, the center point.
5: We're yeah. There's a center of mass as I told you about. So even if the Earth wasn't here and you just had that would explain that Earth, gravity. That well, gravity is another issue. Okay, but um, you can say sometimes I use the word center of gravity instead of center of mass. But whatever it is, let's just take the Earth out of the picture for the moment. You have a universe. It's going around. What is it going around? It's going around its center of mass. Okay? We all understand that's basic physics. Physics 101. Now, let's take this little Earth, this P, and put it in the center of mass. Will the universe still go around? certainly will. You see? And you'll get day and night and all that kind of stuff. Okay. So the Earth occupies the center of mass of the universe.
4: That's incredible.
5: It is incredible.
4: This should it's be it. getting a lot more attention, you know, because I, I I think that uh, I've been told the flat Earth is more of a psyop, and it's yeah,
5: yeah, it is uh, a psyop. Yeah. And as a matter, so, of fact, but you
4: would have to say though, you you more you are believing more the biblical
5: Earth. Yeah. That is the, the the Bible is very clear in about two dozen references, and I know the Hebrew, I know the Greek. I, I'm a I got a PhD in religious studies. Okay, so I know all this stuff in the Bible. There's about two dozen passages that say the Earth doesn't move, doesn't move. The sun and the stars and the moon move, but not the Earth. Okay, if that's right, can you prove that scientifically? Yes, you can especially now with the science that we have back in newton's day galileo's day copernicus's day, you could not prove this stuff it was all geometry they put the planets and the stars wherever they wanted to and said oh this is the way it works without any forces behind it but now we have the forces behind it that make it work you say and that wow. can easily be explained
4: so can I put the challenge out there? Will you come on my show against wow, Dustin Nemos or show. David? Yep.
5: Cause I mean, no they, they
4: keep saying nobody wants to challenge us that we'll, we'll beat them and they're very convincing. It's like, Oh,
5: I, I know. Yeah. They got a lot of chutzpah. That's for sure,
4: but we'll make it respectable. I don't want anyone disrespecting anybody else and we'll yeah. make it respectable. And, and are you willing to do that? Yes. Awesome. The challenge is there. Uh, David Weiss and Dustin Nemos, if you want to come on and debate with uh, Robert Sergenis. Sanjana, sorry. Uh, uh, Robert, what are your books?
5: Okay, so we have um, a book that people who want to find out about geocentrism, um, because I've got really big books out there, but a small one is um, Geocentrism 101, okay? And this is, what, about 250 pages, and I try to make it as simple as possible. Now, I, I do have another one that's even simpler than this called Geocentrism for Dumpskies. And I don't have a copy of it, believe it or not, today. I should have had one ready for you. But Sorry. it's just about as big as this one. And it's got bigger font. And it's got pictures, like, you know, goofy pictures that help you understand things. It's
4: a, also a coloring by the numbers, correct?
5: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Put the earth in number one. Put the earth in number
4: <laughs> There you go
5: and um, why can available. they get
4: these Oh and yeah. also you have you have movies
5: yeah two movies got, the principal
4: and journey to the center of the universe.
5: Yeah the principal was a theatrical movie we put out. I was the executive producer. my producer died a couple of years ago, oh. but that was 2014. so that's almost 10 years ago now um, and we had some of the major scientists in the world. I mean if you see like uh, Michio Kaku, you've seen him on TV yeah he was, he was in our movie. Wow, okay. And we interviewed him, and blah, blah, blah. We had about seven or eight others. And we had Kate Mulgrew as our narrator. Kate Mulgrew is the – she was a starship captain of uh, Star Trek in 1995. Um, What was her name? Captain Janeway. Captain Janeway. She was our moderator. Really? Does
4: Mitchell Kaku believe in the
5: geocentric model? Well, no. because He knows that it's possible, that it's viable scientifically. But he won't go in that direction, and it's the same reason... Because he'll just...
4: lose credibility.
5: He'll lose credibility, yeah. His name will be Mudd, okay? And and he doesn't believe in God. He doesn't believe that there's any... A lot, lot
4: of these guys, though. Neil deGreese Tyson also was Neil in the Neil Tyson, one?
5: yeah. Yeah, he's in one of my movies, too. Um, so they all know it's possible. They just don't want to go in that direction,
4: okay? Because it's and, so important to eliminate God out of the equation. The, the God yeah, cannot... Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. A, yeah. So it's like Luciferian stuff to me. I'm sorry, that's just my opinion.
5: Yeah, there's opinion. there's a geneticist who just died a couple of years ago, Lewontin, Richard Lewontin from Harvard. He said we cannot allow a divine foot in the door Jeez, because that's this goes
4: quote. against <laughs> this goes against what they want to bring forth as a one world religion, one world government. Oh, yeah, they don't want God in that
5: picture at all. Of course, yeah, it's all connected. Okay, so you're fighting against a big behemoth. Yeah. Right. So our movie, you know, we we made a little bit of money. We we were in 15 cities, but we had the press come after us like nobody's business. Wow. There, there were 150 news outlets across the world that attacked us as idiots, you name it, this or that, you know, just downright named calling. And they hadn't even seen the movie. Wow. Of this course. this came out six months saying. before the movie came out in theaters, right? So it was a barrage against us and we survived but just barely, okay.
4: So how do you do on YouTube? Do they bomb your channel?
5: Um no, they've learned that if they put in a comment, I'm going to come after them. Then I'm going to make them look. No, but
4: I mean, do you get do you, for putting this type of can I put this on YouTube is what I am Oh asking.
5: yeah, 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 they'll they have no problem
4: with okay, this. Okay, cuz I don't want to uh, trying to protect my channel here.
5: They're interested in money and a little politics, but not science. So, okay,
4: Robert, this is awesome. I'm going to be putting this up like in the next few days. Um, challenges accepted, correct? Oh, yeah, yeah. I love that. See, the only thing
5: thing I would ask is that you, as a moderator, take the reins because, Uh, of course, I've debated them before. And when they start losing, they can get out of hand. I mean, I know. <laughs> <difficult> <laughs>
4: I know. I'm a good representative Don't worry. Okay. All right. I'll keep, I'll, we'll keep it clean. Okay. He punches yeah. below the
5: belt. Yeah.
4: Um, <laughs> I mean, above the belt. Sorry. <laughs> above the belt. So, Robert, I appreciate you. Uh, where can people get the books? On Amazon?
5: Uh, No, I don't sell them on Amazon. They're just too expensive. Um, okay. So they can go to my website, robertsingenis.org.
4: Dot org. Okay, I'll put that down there in the description. Robert dot org. Thank you, Robert, for joining me. This is awesome. Uh you gave me a completely different perspective and outlook on this, and I okay. appreciate that. So All I right. was never part of the flat earth thing, but I wasn't also part of the sphere so you know the, the ever the eternal uh expanding universe group either. So this makes a lot of sense to me, and I appreciate you.
1: No problem. Glad to be right. here and let me know. Okay. You got it. We'll keep in touch. God bless. Okay.
5: Bye. All right. Take care.